Hello, this is Veronica from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 16th of April. India registered 975 COVID-19 cases and four linked deaths in the last 24 hours, according to the Union Health Ministry. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 30 lakh with 11,366 active cases. The death toll has crossed 5 lakh 21,000. The active cases comprise 0.03% of the total infections in the country, while the recovery rate remains at 98.76%. So far, India has administered 186 crore COVID-19 vaccinations. As of today, 84.1 crore people in India are fully vaccinated. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 500 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.1 million, according to the WHO. Counting of votes for bipoles to four assembly seats and one Lok Sabha constituency took place today. The by-elections were held in Asansol Lok Sabha seat and Bali Ganj assembly in West Bengal. Besides this, by-elections were held for the assembly seats of Bochahan in Bihar, Kolhapur North in Maharashtra, and Kheragarh in Chhattisgarh. West Bengal Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee thanked voters as TMC took a lead in the two Bengal seats. The Hindustan Times reported the Congress led in Chhattisgarh's Kheragarh and Maharashtra's North Kolhapur, whereas in Bihar's Bochahan, the RJD won. Taking to Twitter. Mamta Banerjee said and I quote I sincerely thank the electors of the Asansol parliamentary constituency and the Baliganj assembly constituency for giving decisive mandate to AITC party candidates unquote TMC leader Babul Supriyo won the Baliganj assembly constituency he was contesting according to the election commission The bi-polls for the Asansol constituency seat are being held because former Union Minister Babul Supriyo, who had won the seat in the 2019 general elections, quit the BJP and joined the TMC. On the other hand, TMC leader Shatrughan Sinha led in the Asansol constituency, according to the Hindustan Times. The Tata Institute of Fundamental Research said today that its notice refraining employees from posting anti-government statements on social media was misinterpreted. The Times of India reported in a letter to employees on April 13th, George Anthony, the institute registrar, had written that the Department of Atomic Energy had noticed that certain employees had shared anti-government content on social media. The letter read, and I quote. Staff members are further informed to desist from uploading any anti-government content over social media. Family members too should be apprised about the same. Unquote. The April 13 notice had also asked employees to refrain from posting pictures of the TIFR premise. The institute has said today that rules mentioned in its notice earlier already existed and the fresh notice was to clarify that the rules applied to social media electronic media and print media as well according to the times of india the institute said today and i quote unfortunately the wording of the notice was such that it has become subject to a great deal of misinterpretation unquote In a high-level meeting held at the residence of Sonia and Rahul Gandhi, NDTV reported that election strategist Prashant Kishore met the Gandhis and senior leader KC Venugopal today. This comes amid rumors of Kishore joining the Congress to revive the party ahead of the upcoming Gujarat Assembly elections and the 2024 general elections. 
NDTV quotes unnamed Congress sources to say that Kishore was asked to join the party. Apart from Kishore, Congress leaders Malikarjun Kharge, A.K. Antony, Ajay Makin, Digvijaya Singh and Ambika Soni also held a meeting, Indian Express reported. It is not confirmed if Kishore was part of the same meeting. In other news, the Indian Express published an opinion piece by Congress President Sonia Gandhi in which she touched upon economic growth and polarization in the country, among other things. Sharing the article on Twitter, Rahul Gandhi accused the BJP and the RSS of fueling hate in the country. He said, and I quote, Every Indian is paying the price for the hate fueled by BJP RSS. India's true culture is that of shared celebrations, community and cohesive living. Unquote. Listeners, speaking of polls, the Indian Women's Press Corps is preparing for its annual election scheduled for today after a COVID-induced gap of two years. My colleagues Nidhi Suresh and Shivangi Saxena visited the Corps to speak to the members and gauge the challenges and issues that loom over the body ahead of the elections. You can read their report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Eviction Notice, Polarization and a Poll Unlike Another, is all well within IWPC sisterhood. The reason we are able to report on issues of public interest such as this, without any pressure from political parties or corporations, is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription starts as low as Rs 300 only. Pay to keep news free. A police complaint has been filed against Punjab Chief Minister Bhagwant Maan for allegedly entering a Gurudwara in a drunken state, NDTV reported. The complaint has been filed by BJP leader Tajinder Pal Singh Bagga. Bagga shared screenshots of the complaint he filed on Twitter today. On his post, he requested the Punjab Director General of Police to take action. The Shiromani Gurudwara Prabandhak Committee had alleged on Friday that Maan had entered the Takht Damdama Sahib in a drunk state on Baisakhi. Incidentally, as Maan's government completed a month in office today, he announced 300 units of free power to domestic consumers in Punjab from July 1st. Meanwhile, Maan's party colleague Harbhajan Singh, who was elected unopposed to the Rajya Sabha from Punjab last month, has announced that he will contribute his Rajya Sabha salary for the education and welfare of the daughters of farmers. Explosions were reportedly heard in Ukraine's capital Kyiv and the western city of Lviv this morning, Reuters reported. Kyiv's mayor has said that rescuers and medical teams were working on the site of the blasts, which happened in the outskirts of the city. This comes after Russia had pledged on Friday that more strikes would be conducted on Kyiv after the sinking of the Moskva, Moscow's flagship Black Sea Fleet. The Russian Defence Ministry claimed today that its forces had conducted a strike on a military hardware factory in Kyiv. Meanwhile, Russia also issued a warning to the US saying that there would be unpredictable consequences if it doesn't stop sending weapons to Ukraine, the BBC reported. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.